Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In today's video, I'm going to be breaking down every single week seven matchup and talking about whether or not I'd feel comfortable starting every fantasy relevant tight end. There's going to be thumbnails down below if you guys just want to jump around to your players. But while you guys are watching this, if you're enjoying the content, please just do me a huge favor, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. You guys can ask me any fantasy questions down below and I'll be responding to every single person. But let's start it off with Thursday Night Football. We have the Broncos traveling to Cleveland to take on the Browns. And on this Broncos side, I think Noah Fant is a very solid start. He's been playing well this entire season. A very consistent option at the position and had a huge week six performance. This Browns team is looking pretty lackluster as of late. They have a lot of injuries on the offensive side. They've also been dealing with injuries on the defensive side. So this could be a potential big game for Noah Fant. On the Browns side, I just don't trust any of these guys. You know, David Njoku has had two huge games. Then he's basically done nothing, you know, the rest of the weeks. So Njoku and Austin Hooper are both going to be sits. Plus, Baker's pretty banged up right now. So I just don't really trust anyone on this offense. Maybe besides Odell Beckham, but even he's a little bit risky. Then on to Sunday, we have the Panthers taking on the Giants. There's not a lot at the tight end position in this game. You've got Tommy Tremble on the Panthers. I think he's a sit. The team obviously really likes him because they did trade away Dan Arnold and they have been getting Tremble a lot of touches near the goal line, but just not enough volume for you to actually want him in your lineup. And then on the Giants side, Evan Ingram is a sit. He really hasn't done much this year. Even though there have been injuries at the wide receiver position, he still hasn't been able to step up. So he's a sit. Then in a divisional matchup between the Jets and the Patriots, the Jets really have nothing to offer here with Ryan Griffin or Tyler Croft. I don't think either of them has over 100 total yards on the season, so they are both very easy sits. For the Patriots, Hunter Henry has been very solid the last few weeks. You know, to start off the season, it looked like Janu was the number one, Henry was the number two. That has definitely flipped. Janu has done nothing in like three or four weeks, while Henry has put together, you know, back-to-back-to-back solid performances. So Henry's a start, and Janu's going to be a sit. Then we have the Chiefs traveling to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Travis Kelsey, locked in start, number one tight end in the NFL for fantasy football. And then for Anthony Ferkser, there's just not really anything here. He hasn't been super involved in the receiving game, and so he's going to be a sit. Then we have the Washington football team traveling to Lambeau to take on the Packers. For the Washington football team, Logan Thomas is on the IR, and I was kind of expecting that position to just kind of be a dead zone. Like you really wouldn't want to be involved in it, but in two games, with Logan Thomas out. Ricky Seals-Jones has put together two solid performances, so I am going to be listing him as a start here. And those were in performances where Taylor Heineke did not play well. So I do think, you know, he's a fringe start if maybe your tight end is on bye. Then for the Packers, Robert Tanyan has been a big disappointment and I don't trust him in my lineup at all. Then we have one of the better tight end matchups of the week with the Falcons and the Dolphins. I think both of these tight ends here are solid starts with Kyle Pitts and Mike Gusecki. Pitts finally had his breakout in week five, then the Falcons had a bye in week six, but I think he can continue to build on that performance. On the other side with the Dolphins, I was a little bit concerned about Gusecki with Tua coming back because to start off the season, I don't even think Mike Gusecki recorded a reception in week one when Tua was the starter. Then he kind of started to have his big games with Brissett, but Kaseki put up a very impressive stat line with Tua here in week six. 
So I think he is a solid start moving forward. The next matchup here is between the Bengals and the Ravens. On the Bengals side, CJ Ozama has definitely showed some flashes of being a solid tight end. There's just not enough consistency there or volume for me to want to start him in my lineup. So he's going to be a sit. On the other side, Mark Andrews is a locked in, easy start in your lineup. Then we actually have a little bit of a stretch here of solid fantasy tight ends, starting off with the Lions-Rams matchup. TJ Hawkinson started off really hot, then cooled down a ton, finally kind of got back to those solid performances in week six. I still like him as a start. On the other side with Tyler Higbee, you know, he hasn't been putting up these massive games. He hasn't really been winning you weeks, but he also hasn't been putting up, you know, total clunkers. And that's really all you can ask for at the tight end position if you don't have any of those top options. So he's going to be a start. And then continuing this solid run of tight ends, we have the Eagles taking on the Raiders. Dallas Goddard is definitely a much more viable fantasy play now that Zach Ertz has been traded. He is the clear tight end one. He's not going to be splitting time anymore. So I like him even more going forward. Then for the Raiders, Darren Waller, I mean, there's no question he is in your lineup. Hasn't been putting up these insane performances since week one but still just been a very solid guy. Even if he hasn't been getting into the end zone, he still has that volume. And that's definitely what you're looking for at the tight end position. Here in this next matchup, we're back to some of the rougher tight end options. The Texans-Cardinals game. On the Texans side, I just have no interest in Jordan Akins. The only Texans player that I want to be starting is Brandon Cooks. For the Cardinals, Zach Ertz did just get traded there. I do actually have him as a sit this week. I just kind of want to see what this offense is going to look like with Ertz. How involved is he going to be? What's that snap share looking like? They do have a lot of weapons there, so he may not be able to break out right away, but I do think he's going to be a fringe start moving forward throughout the rest of the season. Next matchup here is the Bears taking on the Buccaneers. On the Bears side, I'm going to be sitting Cole Komet. Really the only player on the Bears that I want to be starting is whatever running back is the RB1 that week could be Khalil Herbert here in week seven. On the Buccaneer side, if Rob Gronkowski is healthy, there's a chance he plays here. He's going to be a start, and that would mean that OJ Howard and Cam Brate are sits. If Rob Gronkowski is out, then I would feel comfortable starting OJ Howard. You know, maybe your tight end's on by, or you just kind of have a hole at the position. OJ Howard would not be the worst start in the world. Then on Sunday night football, some more rough tight end options here with the Colts and the 49ers. Jack Doyle just hasn't had that consistency or volume this season. Then for the 49ers, George Kittle was barely involved in this offense. And so now you're telling me you're going from George Kittle to Ross Dwelly. I do not want to be touching Dwelly in my lineup at all. Then in the final matchup of the week, it's the Saints traveling to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. And there's nothing really going on in this game either. On the Saints side, Juwan Johnson has showed some promise as a red zone threat. But this Saints offense isn't high-powered enough to really be relying on that on a week-to-week basis. And then Adam Troutman just really has not done much. On the Seahawks, if you're super desperate, you know, Gerald Everett could be a potential play, but I still don't trust him with Geno Smith in there. If it was Russ, it may be a little bit different, but there's just not going to be a lot of volume for really any of these weapons and the guys who are going to get those receptions first. It's going to be DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. But that is going to wrap it up for my week seven tight end start sits. It's definitely rough this week with these six bye weeks. Hopefully you guys are able to power through and kind of fill the void at that position. If you guys enjoyed the video, please just hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Let me know your thoughts down below. 
If you want to see more videos like this, I have already posted my running back, wide receiver, and quarterback start sets. So go check all of that out. Thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you next time.